All right, we're recording now. You want to go, Casey? All righty. Oh, and of course, my dog came in to visit us. Right giddy here. Here. It's all good. Hey, Giddy, Giddy, giddy man. The show. You're the really one I want to love. Cyclops. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, how the hell did you get in here? This is Domestic Edition, the ongoing front to legitimate news discussion. I am your host, R. Casey Davis, as it, as it reads on the page. Uh, with me, as always, is Theron Parham, producer, Anonymous Mike, and joining us for the first time, hopefully a regular, woo! Uh, my, my, uh, my, my mentor, my, my good friend, um, whatever my, the fuck you want to call me. Whatever I want to call you. Uh, um, Secret nemesis. Oh, uh, not quite. Depending on maybe depending on the week. Only on uh, the pages. Alan Newman. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know if you know him. If you do, surely you love him. And uh, he's he's uh, he's the administrator of De Garage along with uh, Kyle Quirk and uh, Scott Smith. Uh, great, great, great group. Recently created and just took off like gangbusters. Lovely. Lovely place. Well, you know, when there's only five of us and we have the same interests, it's pretty easy to kind of... You know what? A, a, an active group with five people is better than a shit group with 150, I'll tell you that much. Uh, so, um, uh, let's uh, dive right into it. Uh, we're going to get into some domestic news. And, God damn, I'm tired of talking about it, and that's why we're bringing it up. Nazis! All Nazis, all the time. You're a Nazi, you're a Nazi, and you're a Nazi. Everybody's a Nazi. <laughs> I'm gonna punch the shit out of you and you're gonna fucking die because you're oh. a fucking Nazi. Oh, exactly. And, uh, because you're you a know. fucking fascist. <laughs> you thought you thought Mussolini got a bad deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Jesus. They didn't, they didn't even hang by his neck, okay? Let's come out fucking swinging. Come out swinging. Right. No, okay, I mean, I have this... Dude, you want listens or you, you no, don't want... And, not want and listens. And I'm gonna no, you're, you're, We should actually fist fight on the show. Yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> no, fight club, club, yes. It's no. gonna be me crying within 15 minutes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 15 no. seconds. There's a reason why I'm not going to throw a punch, because the one time I did want to throw a punch against somebody, by the time I cocked my fist back and it got to their face, I ended up sissy slapping the motherfucker. No, we'll, oh. so, we'll let Gritty throw our punches So that shit ain't going down. Yes, yes. Comrade but, Gritty is going to throw the punches for the us. The people's mascot. Goddamn right. I bet Gritty eats ass. Oh, <laughs> oh 100%. Yeah, but does Gritty reciprocate? <laughs> Yeah, oh, Gritty because Because, you know, that's... that's Gritty's in rainbows, of no, course no, he that's that was <laughs> No, that was the problem with Cynthia Nixon, was that Cynthia Nixon didn't reciprocate. Oh, no. Okay, okay, oh, guys. Shit. I didn't know that about yeah, Cynthia Nixon. Yeah, you... See? You go back. Yeah, no, Cynthia Nixon didn't reciprocate. Every fucking Republican is a Nazi in the news. Uh, at least if, if you ask these journals. And only, just... only the Republicans that are up for re-election. Yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, Flake, nationalists. Flake isn't a Nazi. Um, who's the one in Tennessee? Oh, uh, ah, why isn't Owen be here? He could tell us. Yeah, the one that's not The one lying. that Blackburn's running for. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about, and I but, can't Yeah, he's not a Nazi. No. And here's the thing is, Corker. I've, I've spent... Corker. Corker is no longer Bob. not a Nazi. <laughs> I've spent four years now, um, you know, with, like, I, I just have this knee-jerk reflex... Of coming back at the at the Nazi accusation or at Republicans, be, because it, it it's boilerplate and and it's and it's most of the time, uh, like just bullshit. It's like when I call stuff comedy, you know, and 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 and, and, and I just get tired of it. And today I stuck my toe real big, and um and and I caught some shit for it <laughs> that you, any member should catch. What'd you fucking do? No, I I came in swinging about Steve King. 
Uh, because I not a guy you want to. Did I like not? Did I miss this? Did I not participate? Yeah, you missed it. Okay, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah. surprised. Okay, you, you missed that. But one. Steve King, he lost his butter sponsorship. Big butter. Big butter. <laughs> Lando Lakes. Yeah. Lando Lakes. Lakes. Sponsorship because he said something that was kind of white nationalisty, but not ostensibly. According, you know, if you want to hash it out, but he's like, been saying that shit for years. Years. Exactly. When you put it in context, when you put it in context, and I'm and I'm getting there. But here's the thing: this fucker met an ex s an ex ss Nazi. Went over to Europe and met with a bunch of Nazis. He went Dude, over to it and you can met throw a rock in Europe and hit an ex ss guy. That's true. That is true. That is true. And okay, is, he did it on purpose. It wasn't like he was true. at the cafe and he oh, you happened to be a Nazi. I right. Nazis. No, no, this no. He is, actually like went out and sought a Nazi because exactly. he's like, that's what the people of Iowa really want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Iowa? <laughs> If I too. knew this about Steve King going into this fucking thread, I would have been like, yeah, Steve King's a fucking Nazi, okay. Dude, I, but I decided the, to do my call bullshit, hash through it thing the head to of the, defend the Republicans that I always do, and I stub my toe real big. The, he, the head of the committee to get him reelected, the NRCC, is like, we don't want to deal with them yeah, anymore. Yeah. Well, and if you go back... And, and that we, takes a lot in Trump's America. <laughs> yeah. If you go back and look at, like, I know King existed because King pulled some bullshit. And I can't give you specifics right now because I've been drinking and I don't care about Steve King that much. Yeah. I mean, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so Steve King comes out and does this like ultra nationalist bullshit. And I'm just like, fucking surprise, surprise. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's probably going to get loose. I mean, I don't know. No, he, probably, his his race is very tight. Is um, it? It's, it's shockingly tight for a prominent Republican uh, in incumbent. A heavy Trump state. In a fairly, yes, in a and fairly that, conservative that state. That goes to show that, that people are put off by this. People I mean, are yes. Despicable. <laughs> so, so this comes back to like the larger issue in elections, you know, picking between your base and trying to appeal broadly. And Republicans have had to really kind of choose which Republican base they're going with. You can either motivate the Trumpy guys and then get most of the business people to come along dragging because their feet. Because they will every time anyhow. Right. Or you can yeah, go for the like, business guys like and get the, the Trumpy people dragging their feet and or primarying you. Yeah. It's, um, it's also a congressional seat. Right. Yeah. So, so you're going to get that more so with the congressional seat. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, you get the, nutty, the, nuttier people. The, the, reps are, right. the reps were supposed to be rabble. Like now, and and they've actually no, all become no. like. I mean, go back to like Louis Gomer. They all get Come elected on. continually forever, so they're all like these pocket senators now. That's something I think David Ownby put it that way. And it, and and you can't get rid of these fuckers now. They were supposed to be disposable, just representative. Well, it's, it's the same thing I said about being concerned about voting for Carson in the seventh, because being liberal, like Carson's fine, but he ain't going anywhere. He, he ain't going anywhere, and right. he didn't exactly done much right and honestly when trump pulled his bullshit carson was on the weaker end of the response he was kind of like well you know i i it's bad and that's so silly because he's safe like and he's in an urban district you do wish he would be a little more fiery but then but then and this this is what i'm kind of getting to is it goes back to you know if you look at that the indiana seventh Jacobs had it back in the 60s and 70s, okay. right? Who was a Jewish lawyer. And then the he... about it ever since. He basically handpicked Carson's grandmother, Julia, to have the seat. And, and she's then, beloved. And then Julia is beloved within the urban area. 
I mean, she she's beloved as she's a beloved Hoosier, as far as I've heard. She, I mean, she, she is, her attendance was her attendance less than late, exemplary. Her, her attendance late is less than exemplary. She got really old, yeah, and yeah. she got old and she got sick and she couldn't show up all the time. Mm. And then when she finally vacated the seat, Andre was basically handpicked to take that seat. Yeah, and nobody then, likes that. And then at the same yeah. time, on the opposite side of it, you know. Andre Carson, when Ellison was around, was one of two Muslim representatives. Right. And so I personally thought that, you know, I didn't have a problem with being represented by a Muslim. Oh, yeah. Like, I was proud Hoosiers of Hoosiers are great people. They, 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 like, like I was proud of it. I have, I have one of two We've Muslim representatives. In Indiana. Yeah. In Thank Indiana. You. I have, two, I have one America. of two Muslim representatives representing my district. Yeah. But Hoosiers I love Muslims. I wonder if he could be, if he More. could... Be more if he could oh, get yeah. lost he up did. in a progressive he's race. He's so safe, he really could. He That's what's driving me crazy. He did. I mean, he did I don't want him to be. He, I just know that he could. He did a lot of like TV appearances <laughs> and stuff early on. I will say this about him: as someone who, uh, over the past two years, has worked within the Democratic Party as a volunteer, I've met this guy many times. He's personable. You can get he's, him on the phone. He's not a terrible guy. He, like I sent him messages. Cool. He's he responded back. He responds to constituents. Yes. And that's kind of what you want in a rep. That's cool. So, but you'd wish you'd oh, be no, more of a progressive leader. And real quick, leader. him exactly. not being so fiery, that might have been him just just not wanting to rub people the wrong way too bad. I mean, if he's so personal, And that's like why I have mixed feelings yeah. about it, because I understand that I may be, you know, being liberal, I may be going, like, way too far on one side of it. Um, well, you want what you want. I, I, that's okay. I don't, I don't, I mean... At the same time, it was kind of a, like a thing. Like, I have a friend of mine who lives out in New York that has been part of, like, a lot of people that have been trying to do more progressive candidates, especially in New York City with more local elections, like the community board and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, like, running against him, like, just on a whim, just to do it. And I was like, no, because if I ran in a primary against Carson, you can get anyone's going to get rolled. Oh, They're yeah. just going to get rolled. Because oh, yeah, he's Andre the guy Carson in that slot. Andre Carson. He's in that slot. Yeah. Exactly. He's not coming out. And so... This is kind of the, the larger problem with the House of Representatives in a way that Republicans are victims of their own success in 2010 is they have so many safe districts. Mm-hmm. The general election doesn't matter. For Democrats matter. and Republicans. Yes. They're safe Both for so, yeah, so that's, it's packing. And, I mean, the, the Republicans are fine to give Democrats a permanent safe minority. That's that's great for them mm-hmm. um, because they, they tried to build in a, a majority. That's but, where you get into gerrymandering that, and everything. Yeah, but... but because they did this, the primary is what matters. Yeah. And so your Steve Kings, all he has to worry about is a primary challenge. Yeah. Well, if he wins the primary, he'll get the election. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so that's what where this base decision is what mm-hmm. matters because he's got to pick. It, right now in this environment, the Trumpists are the ones that are much more likely to primary you than the business guys oh, who well, are back even, on their well, heels. Well, even if you're generous with the numbers and say like. Only maybe 20%, and I think it's probably more than that, 20% of Republicans are the mega hats. You cannot, you cannot lose those people if you're a Republican in any district. That will lose you the election. And so they have to play footsie with these kind of Nazis. (laughs) No, and that goes exactly to what Trump is doing right now in the last couple of weeks and what he's... His tour, his grand tour of all these stupid fucking, you know, rallies and air, airplane hangers is exactly what it is. Well, and the it's pandering to that 30%. Crap. 
like because uh, that's what he's hanging on to. And in general, the GOP, in a sense, outside of the House districts, because we all know it's going to be different based on the district. But that's what they're all hanging on to is that thirty percent, and they're pandering to it. Yeah, and uh, well, and 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 I always have to stop and say, you know, I, I think it, like the the actual like frigging racist, damned Nazi assholes. I'd say that that that, that is as low as twenty or lower. Mm-hmm. You, you got a lot of frustrated people who just wanted to throw a grenade. I really do trust them. And those things, those but those guys have given up on Trump. Like that that number has no. been whittled down slowly. No, they haven't. Uh, I. Gotta, I work and live with those people. Like, as far as being excited, no, like... Yes. I don't know. The Republican Party's is registration has shrunk by 13 million people. Okay, well, people those guys aren't fucking Nazis, though. The, uh, since the, just for the sake of saying, while well, we're in this Nazis subcategory... Let's put it this way. The, There's still enough people that are drinking the Kool-Aid... Oh, I know. ...that yeah. they can't lose. It's going to sustain itself a little bit longer than we think. And so, the problem also yeah, for... But we can't... I'm sorry, Mike. I'm really yeah, sorry to interrupt you. But we, and as the only fucking Republican in the room, we we you. Can, we can't <laughs> you. We, we can't leave those guys behind because we want to stay in office, which is what all you guys just said. So anyway, back to my. I point. would just say, um, you know, that's the right now. The Democrats can get away with having their Democratic Socialist Party because mostly on the coast where they have safe seats, and mm-hmm. everybody's so pissed at Trump. That, like, it doesn't... Like, whatever. Be, yeah, being military... Uh, whatever. Anybody but these shitheads, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we lived in a world where the Democrats actually had a reasonable chance of winning the Senate, that would change. That would start having repercussions throughout the well, Midwest. we'll see that in 2020. Um, yeah. But part of the problem, too, is because Republicans have to pander to this fringe element... And it's and it's and and it's on a it's on a midterm election, right? Because they have to pander to these guys, they get branded Nazis because they're being nice to Nazis, <laughs> and we don't want Nazis. That's that's like you know feeding okay. the cockroaches. Well, let me give you um you know the the as uh, as Sean Murphy and I'm gonna link this shit to him today. Uh, mm-hmm. As long as Sean Murphy put it, the reflexive contrarian shtick. Let me give you that for a second. You know, uh, uh, we're sitting here, us conservatives, and we're like, well, okay, uh, we're looking around this country, and we have this understanding of what we think ruined the country, and ruined people's lives, and fucked up everything, and we're like, well, no fucking Nazis did that. A bunch of goddamn progressives did that shit. So, who's the bigger problem? That's that's still what we're thinking inside our head. I, I'm just trying to give you no, the window no, no, yeah. here. I get it. Like, I mean, we're like, Nazis are not a problem to us, because we're like, Nazis have not been a problem since goddamn 1945. Yeah, but, we'll now we're, but now we're enacting all these policies that Nazis really like. <laughs> Look at it this way. Uh, when you learned about Hitler and the Nazis, when did it start? Did it start with Kristallnacht? What, what you, Chris, what you Crystal Knock. It, it started well, but he's saying it started well before they started actually when openly started, attacking Jews. When you started learning their... about the Nazis in school... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The what was that beginning of the Nazi movement to your education? Oh, was like, it Kristallnacht uh, or was it before the Kristallnacht? Like fucking Hitler having dumb meetings and shit. Yeah, yeah, and so but right. no, so Germany, what happened? So, Germany was this uniformly pissed off country of uniformly German Germans. No, like, that's not no, America. no. Germany was a lot of different things. Germany was a Weimar Republic. Germany was. 
uh, what was it, Zeppelin or Hindenburg? That Germany, was there were communists just alongside there was Nazis, but the communists were pissed off too. Everyone was it's pissed. Not, it's not just about Because like, the country got fucked in a world war. That did not just happen to yes, America. The treaty. Yeah, and it's not just about that attack against those specific people. It's about all the bullshit that that loser Hitler fucking pulled back in the day. Mm. From yeah. the beer hall putsch yeah. to burning the Reichstag. To Nobody's burnt down any fucking buildings yet. Not right. yet. But the, the, the whole idea being that like you don't want to get to the point that you we're burning down the Reichstag. And so I would just say there you know are. What? If you don't want to get there, then maybe you shouldn't enact policies that piss off people in lo- their localities until they go crazy. Well, Which maybe is... you shouldn't fucking elect. A... But I will. A president that fucking goes around telling people that the media is the enemy of the state. The last president went around telling people that their fucking shootings were their own fucking fault. In the yeah, because fight. they were stupid. They kept holding on to guns. Yeah, anyway, back to the line. Back to the I would just say that if if your issue is that progressives are passing policies that pissed off everyone else, as literally what Trump's like shtick is, is owning the libs, which. <laughs> Again, does not make the situation any more stable or good for anybody. It It may be amusing and entertaining and cathartic for the right, but... I'll give you another angle on that when you finish. (laughs) But, you know, know, turnabout's not fair play in that it doesn't help anybody. Like, if there are genuine problems that that are at issue... This is not the administration that's going to deal with them. it, It is all about... The dumbass pissing people off instead of fixing the things that actually matter to people in his, his yeah. constituency. Oh, I mean, look at it this way: um, you go back to the 2016 election. <clears throat> you know, everybody was running against destroying Obamacare, right? And people on the right were mad about Obamacare. They hated it. It was an invasion of their lives. It was a terrible decision. And now, what is everybody voting on in? the uh, congressional elections. They're voting on health care. They don't want the Republican Party to come in and strip away the health care. Because all of a sudden, all these people that said Obamacare was evil realized that, gee, ideas like pre-existing conditions or lifetime limits are things that actually are relevant to our life. I would say the usurious bullshit of forcing people to have insurance just, it just kills it. I would say... It completely ruins the plan. That's the whole thing, is... People like all, every other part of it, except for the part where they have to pay for it. Got, just like with any program. Yes. I mean, it's expensive. Well, yeah. well, no, no, you're not. You're not just paying for it. You're paying two usurious curs, like the, the like banks. Which again, that's, what, that's where your money is going, and the government mandated that by law. But anyway, I uh, rehash for Obamacare. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, move on to our next subject. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Birthright citizens. The Fourteenth Amendment. Yeah, I, was bum, tra- bum, I, was, I was trying to hop onto this. Birthright. Sorry, buddy. No, yeah, and, and, and go ahead and do your. Segway. Real quick before, uh, uh, Mike, if you feel free to cut. This is going to go over. Um, uh, no, it's not. You're going to put the whole thing in. It's going to be way. four hours long. It's going to be four right, hours but, long. Uh, birthright? Okay. But, no, I was, I was trying to segue into that, but we had a real good topic going. And, in fact, it was it was, it was was new and putting us into a little bit of Hoosier edition there for a minute, which was really fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, we talked some Hoosier shit for a minute. But, no, um, uh, uh, Trump tossed out this birthright citizenship shit. Where, where he said that he could rescind it uh, for, for, for the children of illegal immigrants with an executive order. And, I mean, if you look at the 14th Amendment, unless you want to be a real roundabout pedantic piece of shit, it's very 
fairly clear on what it's, how you become a citizen. It's fairly fucking clear. <laughs> if you're born here. If you're here. born here, you're a goddamn <laughs> citizen. That's how it works. That's well, how it should work. Let me qualify this. So, this kind of came up in one of the threads in DE. Monty Secor was all about this. And Lakeman yes. was very good on this as well. So, there are two ideas. The one idea is that you are born on the soil of the country, therefore you are a citizen. The other idea is that you may be born on the soil, but you have to have one parent be a citizen of that country. Uh, now, that idea of the of one parent being a citizen of the country... That makes too much sense, Newman. Don't be telling that shit to me. That makes too much sense. That idea is more prominent in Europe anymore. Yeah. So, you know, if I have a kid that is going to be a Swedish citizen, I better be married to a woman that's Swedish mm-hmm. for that kid to be a Swedish citizen. Yeah. In America, it's different because... If the kid is born in America, therefore, de facto, they are born. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because within South America, North America... The entire Western Hemisphere. The entire Western Hemisphere is jus soil. So, it is, you are born there, therefore, you are that citizen. Within the rest of the world, it's a little different. And again, that's that's an artifact of the whole reason that 14th Amendment was passed, which was to gain c- give citizenship to former slaves, neither of whose parents would have been... Let, let me here. let me read the the section one of the Fourteenth Amendment from my pocket edition of the Thank Constitution. You. I have on my Kindle. Yes, uh, the rights of citizens, Amendment Fourteen, Section One: All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any laws which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Now, let me hop on. There's a clause in there that people... I, I see this in five different fucking places. I see this where the... And, 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 subject, to the, and subject to the jurisdiction thereof. They, they say that that somehow makes this hinky? That, no, no, that no, no, clarifies no. it further for no, me. No, 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 no. That's just... All that's doing is saying that if you are born in the United States, you are a citizen of the United States. You are still... Including sub- Puerto Rico. Correct. And you are subject to our but laws. You are still... You, you are subject to the American laws, but you are also still subject to the laws of the individual state of which you are residing or born in. Of course. Okay. Right? So that is kind of like a... That's the kind of thing that was kicked in to... Give a little fodder to the states' rights people. But I've you seen also that have as to remember a, as an argument that, it, that 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 it's against birthright citizenship, but I don't understand no. that. At all. And you also have to remember that the Fourteenth Amendment, when it was passed, still didn't apply to everybody. No, 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 <laughs> not that. Was that when it was ratified? Most of the South was still not in the fucking United States. So it was ratified by the North. Oh, yeah. Because when you go through, and we talk about, we talked about this in the thread, was that it was a uh, Reconstruction Amendment. So that's why you get mega hats on Twitter saying, well, that amendment was never actually ratified. Oh, my right. God. Because <laughs> if you were in Mississippi, wow. if you were in Mississippi, Mississippi never ratified the 14th. Wow. It was ratified because the assholes decided to leave the goddamn union. Goddamn. Ah. So the country didn't include them. And then, right. And then, then, then we conquered jazz. And this goes into the mess. This goes into the clusterfuck of we should take the it. Reconstruction. Yeah. How do you bring them back in? 
And then if you're a northerner and you're unionist, how do I fuck over the South because they're a bunch of assholes? Like, that's where this all plays in. Uh, okay. Now, the kicker with the 14th is, okay, so you want to fuck with the 14th Amendment. All right, great. How about every other fucking Supreme Court case that was decided by the Equal Protection Clause in the 14th Amendment? Roe versus Wade, Obergefell versus Hodges, uh, fucking Gore versus Bush were all decided on the Equal Protection Clause in the 14th Amendment. So if you get rid of that, if you overturn that, then you really throw then a you're wrench fucking in with a lot of shit. major lot Supreme of Court shit. cases in the last 15 yeah. years. Brown on both sides of the political spectrum. Brown versus Board of Education was based on the 14th, the 14th Amendment. It's been using a lot of shit. And it's been using a lot of shit because of the Equal Protection Clause. Yeah. That has been the crux of it. Getting rid of the Equal Protection Clause obviously lines up with a lot of Republican social ideas because they don't Who want fucking cares you about equal have... protection when you're a Republican? I mean, they're, 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 this is... When you're a fucking well, Nazi, I'm, I'm why do you care about other people? I'm losing track here. Is, is this a states' rights thing? Is, is... Well, so equal protection is what makes it so Jim Crow's illegal. It's what makes yep. it so you can't Title discriminate nine. against women. Yes. Gay marriage. It means I mean, it is, but you get the idea. But yeah. yes. There are things... You, like you said a long time ago, uh, a lot of times with federal laws under equal protection stuff, it's these are can-do policies. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Everyone don'ts, in America, they're not. Do. They're not don'ts. Yeah. They're do's. Yeah, and I, right. I got that from somewhere else. Uh, and I liked that. I got that from Chris Kavanaugh, I think, back in, in high school. Let us take a quick break here, and then we can get into talking about the midterm elections. Oh yeah. So we just gotten all of the technicalities of the Fourteenth Amendment and blah blah blah, and how we can't do it. Uh, but we all know that Trump doesn't understand or care about any of that stuff. And it's probably not ever going to happen because all it was was a big fucking political well, stuff because he is ra- because he is rallying the base because next week Tuesday we have a midterm election. We have the erection. There's my fucking segue. Yeah, erection. Right. We got the midterm. The midterm erection. Midterm erection. Oh, oh boy. we're doing the podcast. The podcast. We're gonna do the fucking midterm erection. This is the pre-election review because the next one is the election. Yeah, so, we're, we're gonna party and probably live stream. Yeah. Oh, place. I gotta stop and say I gotta stop and promote. Every year I have an election uh, election day party at my place. Get if you're if you're a member, if you're in Central Indiana, come and join us. I know I just had my birthday last week, but uh, you, it was you, what? you which you didn't live stream like I told you to. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Lake was telling me too. Uh, but uh, we gotta get uh, we gotta get uh, we had a really great showing last time. Can we tell the conference bong heads for the erection? <laughs> we should really encourage people Speaking to... Speaking of editing out... We should really encourage people to... Mail us your dope and we no. will fucking smoke it for the erection. <laughs> oh my That's god. That's true. Oh, I don't give a shit. Fuck that. But <laughs> we should have people FaceTime in. We should have people... We should really we need, encourage we need, like, people to we need, FaceTime. We need, we need appearance yeah. from Lakeman, Lakeman, OMB, OMB. Dude, let's like, actually... Right. I need my mask when angle. When, when their states... <laughs> When their state's results come in, they can give us like the fucking. We're gonna be working on this in the parlor. Okay, we're gonna really we're gonna hammer this out in the parlor. Back to Mike. Uh, I was just gonna say our first element here of the election is Mr. Beto O'Rourke 
in Texas. I put him on there yeah. first because he's fun. Because he, he makes me smile. He of the hajillion dollar fundraising that will do him no good because it's still fucking no good. Good. This no, no, good. This election. Okay, so I was a fan of At the Drive-In and now I want to hear the band that Beto was in with Cedric Bixler before yeah. At the Drive-In because El Paso was a fucking kicking scene in the early 90s. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I, I, I mean, want that Beto's a cool guy. Beto's a cool guy. I would hang out with well, no. no, no, no. If he was going to win, I'd say he's a twenty twenty favorite, but he's not going to win. No, so, no because I mean, it, this is what he'll do: is that he'll go through this experience and he'll learn a lot from it, and then what he'll do is he'll attack Corn in twenty twenty. Well, he's got that huge fucking war chest now, so yeah, he's got to do yeah. something with well, it. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll he can just run again, and he right? can just run again in twenty twenty for that Senate seat, and then he'd be like a twenty. I'm looking at him as like. Are you looking at him as presidential candidate at some he's point? He's very Obama-esque. Like oh, yeah. He, he, he needs more time. Oh, yeah. Obama didn't need much time. I That was one of the things I didn't like about <laughs> right. Obama. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Obama was great. Back but when I was a Democrat, I was a, I was a Clintonite because I, I was like, this Obama guy is too young. And I, and I liked <laughs> Obama, but one of the things I was cautious about Obama was his meteoric rise to fame. Mm. And I don't want... Beto to go through the same thing. I would rather Beto go through and snag a Senate seat. A tough Senate seat. A tough Senate mm-hmm. seat. And at least get Texas a Democrat. And then he can go tear shit up for a couple of years. Yeah, he might carry Texas. Yeah. Well, he, also, and he then, could sit in the... Like, let, let Beto like, build his way into being an LBJ well, he could type. Sit into, he could sit in that seat until the end of goddamn time, too. Like, th- like that's also good for you guys. Well, yeah. we'll see. But yeah, Beto's exciting. Um, but yeah, he is going to lose to Ted Cruz. Yeah, oh, you got to you got to stick with the hard plus five rule, guys. You've got to get above the incumbent if you want to be. Yeah, he's uh, five thirty eight gives O'Rourke a twenty one percent chance. Well, five thirty eight also thought five. Hillary was going to get the election. So <laughs> they gave five, let's put they, that in perspective. Five thirty eight gave Hillary a two and three chance of winning the election. That's not yeah, the same. And, same. And I think that was and who did five thirty eight pick to win the World Series? <laughs> it probably wasn't the Red Sox. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, probabilities, okay. guys. Probabilities. Nate Silver has his flaws. <laughs> probabilities. What else is going on in this big wackadoo midterm anyway, election? We we've rehashed 538 a lot. Yeah. It's for math nerds. That's we're, it. we're okay with 538. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so the Senate. High camp is screwed, right? High camp is definitely going to lose. High camp's out. Uh, Let's go and say where so the people yeah. at home High camp in North Dakota. North Dakota. Okay. Donnelly uh, versus Braun gonna be really close. I Don, the last two polls said Donnelly had it, and 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 it's just every mechanism in the state, including the Republicans, are supporting. I Donald. think Tester's gonna hold on to because his nobody seat. likes Braun. Nah, Tester's nobody, nobody, nobody in any institution in the state is rooting for Braun, and that's really what do you think's gonna happen in West Virginia? Mansion. Well, who's running in West Mansion? Virginia? Yeah, Mansion. Is it mansion. Yeah, yeah, Mansion will get it. I mean, Mansion's like a Donnelly type. So, Mansion... Mansion's even Manchin. more kind of conservative than Donnelly. Yeah. He is, but he's that same... He's, he's a blue dog Democrat. Well, he was a Republican, wasn't he? Didn't yeah, he, he switch? Switched. He might yeah. switch. That's what I, I thought. I don't know enough about his background to say that. It was recent. That's the only reason. Yeah. We he's one of the blue dogs. The blue dogs... Here's what I've decided about the blue dogs, by the way. This is a side tangent. Blue dogs, all they do is say yes to everything. Yes to the wall. 
Yes to healthcare. <laughs> yes to social. Well, yeah, because that's why yes, the blue dogs. Yes, well, yes, the original yes, blue yes dogs, to bigger military. The original blue yes. dogs got cleaned out. Spend, when was, spend, these are the spend, new spend. bullshit. Blue Look dogs. at it this way. You know, Indiana is very Republican. When was the last time that Indiana had a Democratic senator that actually had a pair of nuts? I don't know if you could say that about Evan Bay. Maybe Birch. Yeah. Back in the day, and that yeah. goes back like two generations. Yes. Also, so, and it also is the peri- uh, paradigmic <clears throat> shift, like Luger. Would be a blue dog Democrat if he was. Yeah, to no, Luger. That. Luger was just a rational human being because he's the well, same he as Donnelly. He's a rational Republican. He's the same as Donnelly. Him and Donnelly are this, of the same. Call. And that's why Donnelly Although, gets the support. I would Donnelly. like to say yeah. that I, uh, people give uh, Democrats give so much shit to Donnelly, and I, I think he's just trying to be a good Hoosier and 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 meet Hoosiers where they are. I think he's right. trying to do that. I just think it's bad politics. I think. Uh, as we were discussing Can't earlier the with the base to it's, win over it's too because and that's what I, that's exactly what I just said. I, I'm just saying, like the enthusiasm gap, like the whole thing that's giving him a chance like if you is thought, that Democrats are more enthusiastic. If you thought him. I wasn't thrilled about that's voting for Carson in the seventh, I'm like ten times less thrilled about yeah. voting for Donnelly. And I am thrilled about voting for Donnelly. And I'm a Republican, so I mean, well, maybe well, it's gonna work. Because we'll Donnelly see. isn't Mike Braun. Yeah. Like, Mike Braun is a fucking uh, friend. No, I genuinely... And he's no, also seems I, it really has stupid. nothing to do with dislike of Mike Braun. Mike Braun could be there or not. I like Joe. He's a good Hoosier. I, I like him. I, I like Joe. He's, 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 he's a people in my community. Dude, Joe Donnelly is northern Indiana trash. He's from fucking South Bend. <laughs> like, I am typically prejudiced a, against the Hoosers. Yeah, he's, there, he's a Michigan but, um, Hoosier. Like, he didn't count. But uh, I, I like him. He came He came down here and he, and he helped our, our admin and longtime member, Hibba Suleiman. Yeah. He helped her family. The personal person. issue. And that was really great. But I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to like, no, pull that trump card on you. No, and that's totally fine. Like, I'm not yeah. going to discredit that. Yeah, I can't vote against, I could never vote against him now. So I, sure. I still voted for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, think, yeah, I think Joe's a decent human being. I just think that the political calculus behind his turn to the right may hurt him in the election. It's not about, mm, I mean, yeah. I'm going to take somebody who votes against Trump 40% I, I of the time again over somebody who votes without him. He's well, walking and, that line, Mike. He's walking. I know. Well, and let walking. me put it this way, is that I think he's going to survive this election, but I don't know if he's going to survive the next election. When they get a decent Who knows what's going to happen in 2024, though? Exactly. That's a lot. So I think by 2024, oh. Indiana's going to be oh a true purple Oh, my God. State. Let's not even um, talk about that. Oh, my God. Uh, scoreboard, I, though. Um, Democrats stand to gain between 30 and 50 seats in the House, which is well more than they need to take control. The, the prediction before was only 20. Yeah. They, no, they, Democrats will take the House. It's, oh, yeah. They'll take the House for sure. It's gotten... Um, after the shooting and the mail bombings, uh, Trump's numbers have dipped back down. And as his numbers go down, the odds of Democrats winning several House seats goes up. So we'll have a very interesting situation where the House um, will be controlled by Democrats. Republicans will still get to approve all their nominees because yeah, they're almost certainly going to... They're probably going to gain one or two seats in the Senate. Seats, yeah. um, if they gain more than four... Democrats are in 20, trouble in 2020. Yeah, 2020 starts looking like some bullshit because Democrats are going to have to pull like a full sweep. So that's why it's oh. still... I, I think right now it's like the Democrats might get the Nevada seat and... Yeah, let's talk specifics. Lakes, Ar- Lakes, Arizona seat. Yes. But they've still got to come up with... 
even getting Arizona and Nevada, they've still got to pull like four other seats to swing a majority. Yep. It's not and gonna it's not going to happen. Mm, yeah. yeah, they're not going to get a majority. I think the real game here is just making sure they limit they, they your don't, damages. Limit, yes, yeah. don't don't get. And this is where it goes: that is that they're going to gain the house and they're going to get subpoena power. That's where the magic's going to happen. Well, because they get to lead all those committees. Yep. Because legislatively, nothing's going to happen in the next no. two years. So. So if we know if we know that about Congress, then the really interesting races that that, that we've been hearing about are the governors. Which Democrats governors, also that's stand where the to. Crux is. Yeah. Governors are uh, Democrats are probably going to get a handful of, of governorships. A handful of really, I don't know if we get that many, but a handful of important swing governorships. Again, going to five thirty eight thirty six is their prediction for what Democrats will hold after this. They're not gonna gain thirty six <laughs> because not not all the states have But that's a good number to have out of fifty when, when again, they've not had it. Heading into twenty twenty, census year, redistricting year, it's the exact same situation yep. that gave Republicans the power the to power. redistrict yeah. in their favor. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see if Democrats Hold to their shit about wanting redistricting reform, or if they just do the dirty deed back 36? at Republicans. Thirty-six. Yep. Right now, Republicans have like thirty-four. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-six oh. is two thirds. We can amend the fucking constitution with that shit. That's governorships. That's, 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 that's where the four states are. This is governorships. Good job, Theron. You can do math. We're going to control thirty-six percent of thirty-six of the governorships. Percent of the governorships. Thirty-six governorships. Really? But that's a huge swing. Yes. Yes. Governors, though, do not. It has to be passed by the state legislature. I was getting into that. The governor is key. The governor is. The governor is key towards redistricting. The most important governor race to me that that I've been hearing about is this. Is Kemp? Is it Jack Kemp? Yes. yes. Jack Kemp, the, the incumbent? Versus Stacey Abrams. Versus Stacey... Neither of them are incumbents. Jack Kemp is Secretary of State there. He's okay, running I knew the that election. he was in office already. He's yes. running the election. Yeah, he runs right. the so election. He's, he's, State, running for he's counting the fucking and he, votes. And he and took he like 500,000 people Did off the voter rolls. Did he step down? Yeah. 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 He has refused to recuse himself from the election. You guys are it's like this is an easy. And then, and then on top of it, and then on top of it, he's going to bail on the uh, debate. debate on Sunday, what so he can pal around with oh Trump. Oh my God, you got to show Well, up, you know, we're just going to do this shit for the culture, and we're going to just fucking elect Stacey Abrams. Yeah. I mean, God willing, she. I mean, that's. It'd be awesome. And it's a split decision. It's what, like 48? Well, and, 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 I, mean, I think that voter purge is really going to matter. It is. She's a black lady in Georgia, right? That right. Does she, will be the first she will be the first black first governor. American governor. All right. There's a lot of black people in Georgia, though. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and what's state. interesting in a lot of the southern the states. The state of South Carolina, I believe. Or maybe Mississippi. I don't know. Probably Mississippi. Probably the. Mississippi. the, the the interesting thing about the, the deep south that people up, up here in the north don't understand is that there's a lot of rural blacks yep. in the south. Unlike yeah. here where oh, yeah. it's very easy to pack districts. Right, because everybody came in. They live the, in the cities yep. where they were getting the factory yep. jobs yeah, after the Great Migration. rural blacks up here. Yeah, they, were, wild, no, we, they don't exist because... <laughs> Because a lot of people came up during the Great Migration and, and they, they went, went to, to the, the city. city. And right. also they would have been lynched if they moved into the small towns in rural Indiana. Right. Like so let's just be honest. Uh, yeah, okay, I, yeah. I, you drive through southern Indiana, you'll drive through, or not southern Indiana, but those southern states. Even, there are entire rural towns that is like a like a hillbilly town no, that I is mean, all black people. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go there. I want to eat that barbecue. Well, it yeah. goes back to there's still towns in southern Indiana where it's a sun don't shine on you kind of town. Yeah, sundown 
Yeah. Got to get out because. I mean, yeah, there was in the 90s, there was a woman who was stabbed to death. A black I woman would like to say that. I knew somebody that was a the town American. There might... This guy was an African American UPS driver and he delivered into uh, Monrovia. And every time he would deliver into Monrovia, the state police would have to show up and escort him. And this is in the 90s because they were that afraid that he was Dude, going to get jumped. In, Mon- in Monrovia, you drive through it. There is still a Confederate flag hanging over Main Street. Well, I mean, it's Indiana. If you're anywhere south of I-70. But it is on a big business in the downtown part. uh, uh, If you go to southern Indiana today, if you go to the downtowns, they have a Mexican and a Thai restaurant next to each other. Not Monroe. And they're still racist Spencer, Indiana, and Owen County, where I come from. Spencer ain't shit. Spencer's different. Excuse me. No, we're talking about Pono towns in southern Indiana. If you want a good example, then it's Spencer, Indiana. Indiana, and they Spencer's are, good town. and it's a good town, and I think that you could be black after black, uh, black after dark in Spencer, Indiana, and I'd like know, to man. say that on my fucking show, that's all I want to say. <laughs> Alright, let's move on besides, Jesus Christ, let's move on all right, um, down to, um, I, I think we're heading towards the end of domestic here. Yes. And I think the most interesting thing that was posted was not news, I mean, in, 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 in its way, and it was something that was posted by, by Newman. And it was Nerd. That the, the the Watergate roadmap got uncla- got declassified. Explain to us what the Watergate roadmap. <laughs> so is. the Watergate roadmap was back in I believe seventy four when the grand jury was convened to bring charges for the Watergate uh, bullshit. Um, what happened was this was after the Saturday Night Massacre. So uh, I'm trying to remember who it was that was Attorney General at the time. But they had gotten fired. You know, Nixon went through and fired everybody he could. He ended up with this guy named Jaworski, who was supposed to be the special prosecutor in this. And the grand jury came together and came up with a bunch of evidence that convicted people like John Dean, uh, Mitchell, Ehrlichman, Nixon himself. Y'all can wiki this shit. And this is like a big document that people have been kind of waiting on to see for 30, 40 years. And finally, through a lawsuit that I wish I knew who filed the lawsuit, like somebody did a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against this and brought it up and it was unsealed. And this is like the last Watergate document that people have been waiting to be unsealed. And it was sealed because originally it was all based off the grand jury. And of course, everything done through a grand jury is sealed. Um, the reason why this is important and why it's called the roadmap is because when... Lawfare. Lawfare was who did the Lawfare. Okay, okay, so Lawfare good, good did web, Good website. Yeah, no, Lawfare's been really good. That's how I actually tracked down the uh, indictment them. against the yeah. bomber. I should follow them. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Lawfare put in a freedom of information request and through a lawsuit got it expunged or unsealed. And why it's key is because it lays out specifically the facts the dates and the times that all these meetings happened in probably March, April of 74, things like E. Howard Hunt wants $75,000. <laughs> okay, well, we need to have meetings about E. Well, Howard that's Hunt. That's the type of thing that sounds familiar about exactly. the crap. Right, and this is, this is this where... This is the shit that we'll get if, if the House is controlled by Democrats. We'll get some of it at least. Exactly. So the reason why this is called the roadmap is because Jaworski, as a prosecutor, the question at the time was, can the president be indicted by a grand jury? 
Nixon's obvious answer was, well, if the president does it, then it isn't illegal. <laughs> Jaworski kind of looked at it. It's God. It's, which was like the biggest dick move ever. And it happens. It, everything repeats itself. Jesus. Jaworski looked at it and said, fuck that. I can just send this shit to the fucking Congress. And these are the articles of impeachment. And that's exactly what Jaworski did. And that's what led to Nixon's downfall. It was a combination of Nixon had so little Republican support that any kind of impeachment proceedings were going to be supported by the Republicans in Congress at the time. And Jaworski kind of didn't have to do anything because he literally took the evidence from the grand jury and fed it to Congress oh, yeah. and said, here's your indictment. Go nuts. <laughs> now, the reason why this is so critical is because a lot of people are <coughs> thinking that this is going to be the, the template for Mueller. Yeah. Um, our other example of a similar I think situation. Mueller knows that just fine. He does. Oh no, he did. No, Mueller like, doesn't Mueller need this knew, thing. Mueller knew that. The question is, did Mueller have access to it beforehand because it was sealed by the National Archives? Uh, he probably okay. didn't. Okay. But he probably was going on a similar path. The other option would be to go the Ken Starr way with the Lewinsky thing. And please just don't. And nobody <laughs> wants that. Like, just put the facts out there and present yeah. it. Yeah, that thing was really disgraceful. It's a good thing no one involved in the Ken Starr investigation got a high seat in the <laughs> Can't imagine, you know, Kavanaugh. Dun, dun. You know, like every time you say Kavanaugh, you I love do beer. It. I yeah. love it. No, 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 no. Every time you talk about Kavanaugh, you got to do it like Panama by Kavanaugh. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, it's, it's Panama. It's, it's, it's the Van Halen thing. Yeah. Uh, before we finish up domestic, my favorite Nixon fact, and it, and it happened right when... The, right when what you're saying, basically. Yeah. The right about what you're saying, Nixon went to the Joint Chiefs and tried to kind of maybe bring up a coup. This this was actually in foreign affairs. I could I could I've got the print copy. I believe you. But um and he didn't come out and say it. But everyone in the room knew what happened. And all the Joint Chiefs were just like, well, it was very nice to see you, President, and we will see you again later. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shit that Trump might try to pull, but no, it would, no, even, it would this, go over even worse. It would go even worse <laughs> if Trump tried to pull it. Well, and this goes back to the whole nut job thing with Nixon, is that if you remove all of the Watergate bullshit from Nixon... Nixon could be regarded as a fairly decent president. Oh, I mean, he, Omi, he broke, like, broke communism. He's a canny of foreign affairs. No, in the, foreign affairs, he's a saint. You know, it, the talk with just, Russia. You yeah. go back to opening China. Yeah. You know, I mean, he did all. He, I, I've, I've done my Nixon rant. I, I've probably done it on this fucking show before. And and yeah, Nixon is a respected figure in INTL, not a respected figure. In DE, no. and, and so, this is, I this mean, is why it's you, critical. You gotta, you gotta have a nuanced look at the fellow. And yeah, and, read a book about it. And this is yeah. go talk to David Ombi, and have him tell you about a book. <laughs> and Ombi will read yeah, you a fucking book. Library. Go to the library. That is what that Ombi works. The library is good. Yeah, yeah. But right. yeah, that's why this is important because the roadmap from Jaworski back in '74 is probably going to be how Mueller approaches it. It's critical based on who wins the election because, as we all know, you know if the Democrats have subpoena power, then they're really going to dig into this. If the Republicans hold the House, they're, gonna keep they're going to they're going to bury it, or it's going to turn into a Benghazi bullshit mess. Man, What's up, Mike? really, really bringing it all together for us to finish this episode out. I was to say, and so on that note. While we're talking about international and the implications, let's take a break here before our international so roundtable. All right. 
International round. We're back. Boo. My God. Uh, we're, we're, gonna, we're okay. So um, lots been going on in international, and and I want to do it around the world like like we used to do. And for once, it isn't just depressing, horrible, awful. Not all. I of mean, it. it is, but <laughs> we're not going to talk about Yemen. Well, so. yeah, yeah, we're not going to talk about Yemen. Yemen still sucks. Yemen. It's still the worst thing in the world. Although and Yemen we're moving plays, on. Yemen it does play a role in our first topic. And we are going to open up where we always end up opening up, and that's Saudi fucking Arabia. Where the uh, the crown prince uh, has uh, pissed his western backers off enough. Well, it turns out when you have a guy who has legal citizenship in the United States who strangled and dismembered um, in the consulate of one of the major regional powers that isn't your bitch, um, things don't go great. Yeah. that's yeah. That wasn't a great it plan. really well. And then they changed the story about a million times. It was like the worst. Okay, job let's step I've back. Seen. Let's step back and actually do uh, this. Is Kobashi was that his name? No, Kashogi. So Khashoggi. Jamal Kashogi, Washington Post uh, writer, longtime Saudi journalist, had written for a number. He was probably the most well-known Arab uh, columnist in the entire Arab world. Came to the United States. Uh, he actually got his degree at Indiana State University. Go Woo! Sycamores! Do it! Yeah! But then he, uh, he he was writing for the Washington Post. He was offered a job by the Saudi royal family to write basically propaganda for them. He said, fuck that. Wrote a hit piece on the crown prince. And uh, went to Istanbul. They asked him to stop by the consulate, promptly strangled him, and dismembered him. Oh my God. Uh, now, did a real in sloppy Istanbul. In Istanbul. Yes. Now, let's go back to some of the stuff that Khashoggi wrote. Because the stuff that Khashoggi wrote was critical of the Saudi prince, but it was not the worst thing anybody pieces that you would write. You know, it's it like wasn't you, vicious. It wasn't right. propaganda. He if was you, a journalist. Yeah. If you go back to like uh when was it MSB? Yes. When when he had the whole thing where he's like, okay, women can drive. And Khashoggi was like, well, that's good, but here are some moderate steps that Saudi Arabia could take. So it's not like that the Saudis took this guy that was just like radical on one side and was just like, we got to well, fucking get rid of him. Like this guy was actually relatively moderate, even within the realm of Saudi politics. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, it was as much the snub as what he wrote that and, got him killed. And that could yeah. very well be because, the case. Uh, or maybe there's something Mohammed Salman is not yeah, known maybe, for maybe, being... Uh, maybe he made eyes at uh, one of the princesses. I don't know. He's married and his wife is... Quite eager to get his uh, body parts back. Oh, well, okay. but I, mean, sorry, I didn't mean to speak. No, no. Him. But another, another his, interesting his, thing. But his here. wife is also a Turk. Oh my! That, that's the kicker. That's why Istanbul that's is why, so that's shitty. That's why he was there because he was there to get documentation to be able to marry his wife, who was a Turk. And Erdogan, oh. as still trying to make Turkey a third power alternate right. to so Saudi he's pissing and Iran. In the Saudi Cheerios. Yes. And then he's fucking with Turkish shit because he's just trying to get his get a marriage license for him and his wife. I will say one of the things that isn't covered near as much in the Western society is how awful in the Muslim faith the treatment of his body is. Yeah. Because oh you are supposed to bury the remains as soon as possible yeah. with with a cleaning yeah. ceremony and that kind of stuff. No, like dismembering him and burying him in a fucking garden is, is like, so disrespectful. Yes, extremely wow. disrespectful. And he was a practicing devout Muslim. Muslim. So yes. that that whole thing that goes in and now 
Casey, what's to happening? Topic, to the topic where we yes. are, where we uh, we've got this uh, we've got this Prince Abdulaziz, and you can go get his full name some other damn place. Uh, Prince Abdulaziz has been living in things. London. He's one of the old princes. Yes. Uh, the, the, the crown prince that we have now, who was chosen by the king, is like our age. He's a young guy. He's you in know, his 30s. Like a, he's he's the like a President Kennedy figure. You know, he's a very energetic, all these reforms and all this stuff. He'd be a good politician if yeah. they required that. Over yeah, there. but they don't. And uh, But this Abdulaziz guy, he's one of the old princes. Old guard, yeah. And he's been living in London for years. He's basically been in exile for protection. Yeah, and I just, I should have looked into why he was in London. I'm guessing he just pissed off the king. Well, I mean, he, it, several people who could have challenged uh, the current crown prince uh, oh, wound up dead got, or, or stuck in a hotel for yeah. infinite days waiting till they bend, the, you know, took the knee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's flying back. From London. Yeah, and, and he has security guarantees from from the UK and US, apparently, whatever the fuck Which I think means. was more so that he didn't get strangled and dismembered in London. I don't know how the US and UK can guarantee any kind well, of security stop in... stop and think about it. We sell... Like, we are the Saudi military. We sell them all their shit. Like, right, we, but we that, give them advisors. That cuts both ways. <laughs> yeah. The whole reason we've been kind of... Eh. We're talking about Ben Salman al-Assad. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the crown prince and how he fucked up and how so he's you about pr- to get you've probably done this but and I'm going to challenge you to do it in 30 seconds or less right. why do we fuck with Saudi Arabia why don't we just ignore them and not sell them shit and not because okay. they are 30 seconds or less synopsis well, they allow us to put military troops there in the Middle East they have oil mm-hmm. they aren't uh, uh, Iran, Iran. Yes. they're not Iran they are the counter to that's Iran. it Blamo. Yeah, that's, that's about it, it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. We need a stronghold there. They're the and the only reason why they let us put troops there is because we sweet talked them into it during the first Gulf War because we said, look, dude, Iraq invaded Kuwait and they, they all of your next. oil is in the Western field. And they also And you're a sneeze away from getting rolled by Iraq. And, and, and they were like, Well shit, we gotta let the fucking coalition come and in. And we'll get to this a little bit later, but they also built a sick F1 track in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> but is that tied to them or is that tied United to Arab Emirates? <laughs> is that tied to the UAE? Is that tied so, to the thing, yeah, Saudi Arabia, it's just oil. That's honestly what it that's is. What that's it why that's why the UK and made the, the deal geo, with the, the family side. It also goes back to Right, and, and they're a great counterweight to Iran without us having to spend all the energy on that. And it goes back to archaic bullshit of white people drawing lines in Arabia. <laughs> yeah, well, so uh, when when, when the UK was fighting the Ottoman Empire, they allied with the House of Saud to get right. Saudi Arabia this is from the exactly. thirty seconds, yeah. guys. Right. So you go into like fucking Lawrence Arabia. It's oil. All that, it's, all oil that. it's oil. It's oil. It's oil. But, it's oil. Uh, oil, is, oil. Is there any much? Is there much more to talk about on that? Though? Um, just it's going to be really interesting to see yeah, what may happens. Show up. Yeah, you uh, actually Newton made a comparison to like the replacement of the Shah in Iran, which is it's it's not that far, it's not that clumsy, but it's it's still that it's about that wackadoo. I mean, it, I don't, I have no idea what kind of power base Abdulaziz so, has in Saudi Arabia to pull on. I don't the think he does. I don't think yeah. he does. But it goes back to the whole idea of the Shah. Why would we be flying him back? Um, Riza Pahlavi was the Shah of Iran, which led to the Iranian Revolution. And the whole idea was that back in the 50s, the Iranians elected their own fucking president. And the CIA came in and was like, nah, we don't like that guy. We want our guy. And then the Shah came in power, and the Shah was in power, and then he basically destroyed any moderate opposition to himself over the course of like 25, 30 years, so that when he got sick and died of cancer, 
This led to the Iran hostage crisis. This leads to Ayatollah Khomeini taking charge. This leads to Iran being a radical Muslim state. This leads mm -hmm. to us hating Iran. And this is, and we're trying to do a soft version of that in Saudi Arabia right now. So. It, that may be what it is. I, I honestly don't know right. what the I that. It would a, be a very soft bold. Version, a soft yeah, a very soft. Honestly, version. it's very hit or soft. miss. It's hit or miss because you have the generic America needs to be allies with Saudi Arabia, and then you have Trump being fucking Trump, which <laughs> doesn't help anything. Right. Yeah. I like, admittedly, like Trump being Trump doesn't help anything. Even and the then, Saudis probably aren't. Right. Cool the Saudis with probably aren't even cool with Trump. No, the, actually, MBS and, and Trump have been clashing heads so before yeah. this this assassination. I think this is more about reminding him that we could. Yeah. I think oh, so. It's that hey, soft. It's a hey, whisper. We could hey, buddy, you you've got well, you got lots of members of the royal family. <laughs> you are not important. And to some us. of us are well, our friend. Okay. Yes. And honestly, let's go back to the Khashoggi thing. Who dragged up the Khashoggi thing? I mean, Erdogan was the the first one. Yeah, that, not Erdogan. Not Erdogan. Erdogan. It was the Washington Post. Oh yes, oh, yes, okay. it okay. was the Post that sat there and said, "No, we have a journalist. Where the fuck is he? That Where's has our been missing. Employee? Where the fuck is he? Yeah, why has he been killed? They've been the ones that have been sounding the alarm, and the Turks, for whatever reason, which I cannot figure out, have been backing the West on this. When naturally, Erdogan and the rest of them would just." Looking, be looking at the West and being like, "Fuck you, dude!" Uh, like, he's Again, also it's, like, it's, "Fuck you to the crown prince." It's a power yes, play. Yes, it's, it's, it's and, also and that's the, the part that he I hates could, him more. And that's the part that I could be missing on is the dynamic between Turkey and Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So, and a lot of that has to do with ethnicity as well. The Turks, Turkey is Turkic, yeah, and not Turks. Arab. Well, it's and the there's Muslim a brotherhood. They're Turks. It's, hey, um, I, I got it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It's it's uh, Erdogan sided with the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt. Yep. And uh, Egypt is now in Saudi sphere, and yes. the and the Muslim Brotherhood lost big in Egypt. Here's my theory on it, and I'm about to do a fucking cross like. Oh, it's all good. I'm yeah, about dude. to break your ankles. So the fuck you are. It, it's because <laughs> it's it's because Erdogan wants to be the Merkel of yeah the Muslim world. Yeah. And so he's point. making a power play. Which makes me, which, which brings up Merkel and how she's stepping down. Uh, you broke my round the world. You broke <laughs> oh, my round shit. the world. I thought it was being Fuck Sri Lanka. We're going to Germany, <laughs> bitch. We can go back no, to Sri Lanka. No, no. <laughs> no, we're gonna do a bunch of this short shit, and then we're gonna come back to an important topic at the end. That's, okay. that's how okay. I, that's how I spaced it out. So well, I, I like long. to go around the world from from right from left to right. That's just how I think. Okay. And that's how I do it. And and we're gonna go from Saudi Arabia over to Sri Lanka, which is on the southern tip of India. If you're not familiar. Ceylon, 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 Ceylon. Now, Ceylon, Ceylon. The thing about you've got this, you've got this amazing thing to watch as a foreign policy nerd in East Asia or in South and Asia general, South and East Asia together, where um, where they're starting to take on this like Westphalian interstate competition thing that Europe did, and they're starting to do it between them, and, and no one's ever seen that. And it's just like this absolutely fascinating thing, and you don't know how it's gonna go, and there's no precedent, and it's all, you know, up in the air, and it's all very cool. Um, so, uh, and, and the big competition, um, the two big powers, that, at least that we want it to be, we want France and Germany to be India and China. That's what that's what we want it to right. be. It's not gonna be that, but that's what we want it to be when we talk about it. You know. I mean, there there are some similarities. You know, that uh, I mean, 
France and Germany and then Russia playing the role of the UK up there causing trouble <laughs> for France, which would be China. And the United States being, I don't know who the French would have I called. I mean, let's on, be straight. Like, international foreign policy at this point is like a fucking boggle game. <laughs> because we're just throwing them all together and shaking them up and going, well, fuck you. This is how it's going to go now. It's boggle with a dash of whack-a-mole. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but uh, the, the, the problem... Uh, Modi, the Chinese rack. Modi, he wanted to be a big foreign policy president, but he forgot that he was in charge of a subcontinent like Merkel is. And Merkel spends all her time running Europe. She doesn't go out and fuck around with the rest of the world. She only goes and runs Europe because everyone thinks that Germany should be the well, leader. Because they've handed it to her. Um, but but Germany's the only one that can be a function. Germany's a fucking teenager yeah, that's got his shit together and might go to college. Yes. That's yeah, Germany's the good grandson. Modi forgot <laughs> that he was running a whole fucking subcontinent made up of like fifteen different countries, honestly. And yeah. that he wasn't going to be able to do this international competition. I mean, it's always been quite, India's quite problem. Like he thought. Yeah. I mean, Modi was cute as fuck. Though. He's adorable. I love him. <laughs> there, there's, there's probably no world leader who I'd rather have dinner with. Oh, he's the mayor of India. Modi. He's he's a great guy, you know. And, and he had that. Uh, he had. The, Can you imagine sure. if they had a Grand Prix in India still with oh. Modi? He would he would love it. Oh, Putin no. came in in the last five minutes oh, of Putin the race. Putin shows up and shakes everybody's fuck. hand. <laughs> Modi would be there. He'd probably have a fucking hat on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Modi, uh, he's had to focus on Force domestic India policy for life. <laughs> because domestic pol domestic politics in India are a real mess for his party, and, and, and he's got to pull through these elections to get these reforms pulled through. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about China pissing in India's Cheerios, and they pissed in India's Cheerios in the Maldives. Uh, uh, they've pissed in India's cheerios in Pakistan, they've done it in Bhutan, they've done it, and, and they've done it big time, the biggest, in Sri Lanka, because <coughs> she wants Sri Lanka, he wants it bad, and, uh, and they've been putting all, and... Why does he want it? He can have the whole Asia. It's, 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 it's the new Belt and Road. It's, it's the new Belt and Road. It's his new, it's his, uh, sea route to, uh, to Europe. And, uh, and he, and they spent a bunch, they spent a bunch of money on a port there. And, uh, it's the same reason we have a base in Djibouti. Well, I mean, is that the same shit? We don't give a like... shit about Djibouti. No, no. We care no, no, about Djibouti's no. neighbors. I mean, I hate yeah. to interrupt because no, that's fine. I'm, I'm the international drunk asshole. But isn't that the shit where they like threw the fucking? They just threw a bunch of sand in the ocean and said we're gonna make a fucking airbase. Oh well, that's that's, that's trying to see yes. over here. Uh, oh yeah, pointing at the map that the uh, podcast listeners can't well, see. I'm pointing at for you. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> I'm pointing at for you. I buddy. know where the South China Casey, Sea Casey is. Casey is pointing at the South China Sea, which I've is between the Philippines. Degree. <laughs> I know where Indonesia is. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, this yes. uh, this asshole. I mostly uh, know where Indonesia is. Raja Paksa. Raja Paksa. He had been he had been in power for <laughs> before. Uh, he came out of power. Helps with then he got a bunch of Chinese money and got back in power. And now he's shut down every part of the government that isn't him, basically. And this happened like yesterday. So uh, that and uh, that's all. That's about all there is to say on that. Yeah. It's just that Xi Xi has Modi. By the fucking dick. Like, Jesus Christ, it's bad. Yeah, but G's also got to deal with his rapidly faltering economony, which is uh, the that, only Yeah, that's, thing that's that the whole thing on it. So, of yeah. course, Modi has shit working for him. He's got the quad, is, uh, which is uh, Japan, America, Australia, and him together. They're getting closer every day. And I, he's going to get this domestic policy stuff in line and then turn around and go back to, to foreign 
and it, and it'll be a whole new ball game. But right now he is on his back, and it's Dude, bad. Modi is like fucking Biggie. Like it's all good until he gets shot. Oh boy, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Dude, he's Mike. been building toilets. He's he, gonna be fine. He's an unpopular. He's been building toilets. But uh, go and here's the big story though. Uh, aside from Saudi Arabia, here's the big story: is Bolsonaro winning? Uh, the conservative candidate Bolsonaro won for the presidency in Brazil. He's a fascist. Yeah, the Nazis apparently <laughs> fucked their way well, into breeding themselves <laughs> a fucking fascist that can fucking speak is he, Portuguese. Is he one of the? Is he one of the like Nazi the the Hitler clones? <laughs> no, I mean, but he might as well be. But he fits in with the I mean, the narrative where far right candidates are winning. Honestly, it's like that's what people it is. calling it's, this guy a Nazi is part of what pissed me off about. Like I got I got too much Nazi. You do it to trigger you. I did. Well, I said that to, fucking to Nazi. You. But uh, but I mean, here's the thing about I mean Bolsonaro. I think he is way more comparable to Erdogan than he is Hitler. Um, I, yeah, I don't think he's actually Hitler. He's one of those. Uh, it's like Marie just, Le Pen just, if Le Pen would have won. Yes, that's that, would have been that's comparable. more appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the problem with Brazil is that they're just, to be honest, they're just fucked up. They went through the whole fucking scandal. Yeah, we're like, the biggest corruption scandal. Yeah, they have this huge corruption lifetimes. scandal. We're like, and none of us even know the fucking names. of Half of their fucking parliament was fucking on the take, and then this guy is going to be the savior. Yeah. So it's really just. Like, I'm worried about it. Is he a billionaire? He's self he's very wealthy independent. I'm okay, guessing. Cool. Um I'm worried about it in the sense that you have another radical right wing guy taking power, like Le Pen, like you said. Um, but at the same time, it kind of makes me wonder because there's so much bizarro reactionary shit going on with Brazil with the scandals. Yeah. Well what's my gotta say on that? I mean, my biggest issue with uh Bolsonaro is his status on the Amazon. He basically wants to eliminate all of the indigenous um, reservations. There yeah, will be basically full-on genocide of the indigenous yep, communities one of the few and just slash and burn yeah, the rainforest. It's one of the few parts of the world where there are still people who are off the grid Yeah, there. uncontacted is, tribes still. Is going now, to, um, as, a, uh, as, a, uh, as a white guy up here in America... Where um, we had a forest that went from the coast all the way to Mississippi. the Mississippi that we cut down. Oh, and then, please! We and, then, and, then, and then our and then actually we I can't even say that we because my ancestors didn't do that. My ancestors got here after all the Indians were dead. But um, the uh, the uh, you know uh, here in America we cut down this giant forest and we killed and and we wiped out all these natives. And and we built this like incredibly powerful country on that, and that's what he wants to do for his people. I know it, they, there are some differences just in um, you know the likelihood of pulling it off successfully. The Amazon basin is and not. They have a lot less it, it's like the wall. It's like the wall. <laughs> yeah. You know, Trump can sit there and talk about the fucking wall, and Bolzano can fucking sit there and talk about wiping out the fucking Amazon, but. Can he do it? Can he really get there? Yeah, because the rainforest kind of is its own thing. I mean, I'm, well, not, I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying that people shouldn't be concerned about oh, it. Oh, they, they should. But... I think he, he, uh, the, the Brazilian state is not as tidy to run as the American state has been. Like, even like no, it's a when it was 13 different states. Dude, like, look at the Olympics. They built a fucking oh, goddamn yeah. bridge over a fucking chasm. 
and he said, well, it. people will just be able to walk over here, and then the fucking bridge collapsed. Oh, my God. Brazil yeah. has a lot of problems, including like, Brazil geography. Brazil has bigger problems. Its coast, it, its coast is very habitable, but there are mountains all no, along no the edges. No, no one lives there. And it's very hard to get yeah. anywhere also, past the coast. It also it has a cultural and lingual split. Yeah, oh, yeah, between black Brazilians and Latino. Yep. Portuguese and Spanish. Yeah. Portuguese and Spanish. And this is why it's scary, is it goes back to the idea of, uh, you know, all of the more right-wing, hardcore people taking chances in Europe, like Le Pen, etc. Le Pen lost, obviously. But, right, but yeah. it's still, Le Pen got enough. Le Pen's pro-Europe now, by the way, guys. The other thing is Brazil's democracy is only 30 years old. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, unlike even Turkey, so there's not they, Yeah, but they've got... Like but I will tell you, for Brazil, for having a 30-year-old democracy, they've got a kicking fucking plan for their fucking capital city. Yeah, they like built some, it out of... That is some well-urban plan... That's some good urban planning done in Brazil. It was completely made up. That is fucking cool, cool as shit, man. I'd love to you visit You look it. at satellite yeah. images of Brazilia, you're just like, fuck, dude, I wish my capital city looked like that. Newman, like, someday you and I can get into some uh, yeah, no, urban design porn. Oh, dude, oh, like civil shit. engineering oh, dude. is the shit. It's I so hate good, it. dude. Dude, you want to get into it about a uh, fucking uh, Robert Moses? Like, dude, no. I've got it's, the freaking National Organization of Civil quick. Engineers handbook on my job. Oh my yep, god, we'll do that. Hey, quick, that we'll have, we'll have the Robert Moses, Moses that edition. That reminds me of what you, what, how you have the diction, uh, the Constitution, Constitution on your phone. And this is bringing it back to domestic. There was a fucking Republican congressman who was passing out pocket constitutions to trick or treaters. May I just say? Pox on your house, eggs on your house, TP on your trees. You stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You're a, you're a, no, 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 no. You're a fucking adult, man. No, it's kid fucking Halloween. Shit. Get over yourself. Oh, anyway, we're gonna finish out Brazil, though, Roll guys. The fuck up. This um, this uh, this ethnic divide, this black Portuguese ethnic divide, is recent, though. Uh, it's it's uh, there have always been black uh, there have always been black uh, uh, Brazilians, but they had effectively been kind of blended into the Brazilian culture or ignored or or this or that. So and here recently they have really come together and identify themselves and be like, okay, we are this thing in Brazil that gets mistreated and want to to you know have our shit. Brazil had a caste system basically of based on what percentage. Of black you are because by American standards, over half of Brazil is black. Yeah. Because over half of them have well, and some they black heritage. They just realized they were black essentially. Right. Um, so that that does fuel a lot of. I mean, there's just there's so many different conflicts. The interior of Brazil is so just horribly underdeveloped. It makes China's east-west split look funny. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's 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 bad. Um, so, yeah. Bol- Bolsonaro, we're gonna have to see how much he. Does his shit. I mean, he's that already rated universities. That racial awakening among the black community probably caused the tension that led to the right wing. You know, I mean, I mean it, it's it, all connected. It's all connected. It it, it leads to the strife that allows yeah. the kind of uh, corruption that led to Bolsonaro. Yeah. Okay. Now move, moving on to Ecuador to Assange. Uh, he's the rapist. Uh, Assange. Julian still Assange. Still rapist. The uh, and the, a Russian stooge. And still a rapist. The guy who ran WikiLeaks. And still a rapist. That stuck it to the global elites. I'm going to keep saying it. He's and, a rapist. And, and no, cables. he stuck it to the Western He stuck it to the poor girl who run that everything told him to put a condom on, behalf. and he didn't do it. He's, He's a, a rapist. global elite. 
He's, he's definitely the one. the one in charge. Our assholes are the one in charge. Nah, uh, Julius Ours Assange is the running we, team. We, we, we okay, I'm to, sorry. This is recording purposes. We need to be a little more organized. Okay, let's right. go back into this. Take Julian tense. Assange, the guy who started WikiLeaks, the guy who supposedly works for Putin, the guy who probably is a rapist. No, he is a rapist. Okay, and he lives in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Because, the past because life. they the, took him on. Is this the bit about how like he's got to fucking take care of his cat? Yes. They're going to well, kick no, him out of his cat. At first they said he had to take care of his cat and clean his toilet. Now they're straight up kicking him out. Good. But um, but the, we've not used the word. The, 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 the R word? Rapist? Because no, that's what he is? No, the word <laughs> of what he has in that building. Asylum? Uh, asylum. That's an important thing when you kick someone out after you give someone asylum. Internationally recognized asylum, and they're kicking him out. And it's primarily because whatever you think of his personal politics, Julian Assange is widely hailed by everyone who's worked with him as a tremendous fucking asshole (laughs) that no one wants to be around. And after five years in the London embassy, Ecuador's tired of fucking taking care of him. He's Australian and he makes fucking Murdoch look like a fucking saint. Yes. Yeah. He's just, he's not a likable dude. Um, And so they're going to kick him out and he will probably be arrested and probably be charged and convicted for rape. I keep bringing it up for fucking patriarchy, but he's a fucking rapist. Well, and I'm going to keep bringing it up that he leaked a bunch of drone shit yes. about our droning-ass drony fucking matter. drone he's, lords. He's, so he's, fuck he's our a, drone lords. Doesn't and matter. He's a fucking rapist. Nobody else was going to do it but him. Don't and, care. And he's, so, a anyway. he's a rapist. He's, he's gonna, a rapist. He's going to spend time in a nice Scandinavian jail and come out and I mean, you know what my retirement stuff. plan is, right? Yeah, mommy Just shout, pick him up. He's no, a rapist. They, no, no, no. Can no, 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 no. rapist? Yeah, that's a hell of a plan. No, no, no. My retirement plan is not to be a rapist. My retirement plan is I'm going to go to fucking... That's a good plan. That's no, it's not. To no, not be a rapist. No, because I do really not want to be a rapist. No. no, that's a good plan. No, my that's retirement right. plan is I'm going to go to fucking Scandinavia and I'm going to shoot a bunch of motherfuckers, and I'm going to spend the rest of my life in Scandinavian prison. Have you seen Scandinavian prison? It makes fucking Oz look like a goddamn fucking Muppet movie. There's Nazis in Scandinavia, right? Barely. Go barely. But find one. Barely. And then go to jail and live the high life. Go to jail for breaking that, uh, whatever is fuck that killed all those people, breaking his PlayStation or whatever. No, you know what the worst thing is about going to prison in Scandinavia? Is it's nice? No, it's not. It's great. Like, it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> like, I look at fucking Scandinavian prison, and it's better than my shitty one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, yes. it is, actually. Now, That's here's the kicker. about it, really. Here's the kicker, is that in... Uh, I'm going to be specific. I think it's in... Norway, where the fucking dude yes. went nuts yes. and went nuts. shot the fucking you. Uh, Brevik? Yeah, Brevik. Yes. Okay, yeah. so in, in the Brevik case in Norway, in Norway, it's fucking bizarre. They can't give you the death penalty. Yeah. yeah. Well, most so here's most what they do. The world don't have the here's what they do is they give you twenty years, and every twenty years they can go. Well, we're gonna give you another twenty years. <laughs> yes. And I will gladly take that and live in a prison in Scandinavia because that is a better retirement plan than my fucking four hundred one k. Someday we can have a nice discussion about criminal justice reform and, all, and the merits of various systems. We're all systems. gonna be hammered and kill, and do a mass murder in Scandinavia. Oh and God. That's gonna be our retirement plan. So anyway, Sweden, Assange, not- Assange is getting kicked out because he won't take care of his cat. 
And won't clean his fucking toilet. <laughs> and won't clean his toilet. Well, the fucking dick. Let's move on. And that is Iron the lady. No, that's like the, the big biggest story. like roommate gripe <laughs> ever. You won't clean your toilet. Here's the third big story because we <laughs> have two big third? stories. The third big story is that Merkel stepped down as head of the Christian Democrats in Germany and will not run again as chancellor. Jesus Christ! I follow Germany and I haven't even followed this shit. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so it's new. It's she new. does say she. Th- now this is something Gerhard did in 2004 before Angela took over. She's going to serve out her term as chancellor unless uh, the Bundestag forces re-elections with a no-confidence vote. Which they won't won't do. I mean, they could, but knowing the Bundestag, they probably won't do that because they're really fucking passive, to be honest. Mm, Well, Well, things are going great for Germany. Germany's not doing poorly. They're not going to be in a rush to replace Merkel. It's almost like if your economy's doing really well... And you're not an obnoxious orange asshole. It's you can really win. Weird. You can stay in Wait, office forever. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, that's that's. If how you that don't works, fuck actually. up the shit for your yeah. country, you might actually stay in power. We have yeah. term limits. Weird. Yeah. But uh, I read a I read a fun I read a fun hit piece against her. Uh, today that lined out, um, you know, uh, well, and first off, they were like, well, all of their economic gains are from the last guy, you know, which, you know, you hear that argument from all the time, right. you know, and it was, it was from somebody from the other Well, party, and the, the problem is, is that before Merkel showed up, within the EU and Germany, circa the late 90s, early 2000s, Gerhard Schroeder was the fucking savior. Yes. Yeah. Because Gerhard Schroeder f- showed up, and he was a stable leader in the West, and he didn't fuck anything up. Yeah. Because while Gerhard Schroeder was gaining power in Germany, you know... France was a giggle France fest. was fucked up. Uh, you know, all the fucking ex-Soviet states were figuring their shit out. Mm-hmm. And Gerhard Schroeder was just like, well, we're here, and we're German, and we're going to keep being German. And yeah. they just kept doing it, and well, everybody was like, hey, it's like, cool. Well, There's you, some stability. You, all, you get a lot of free... Like... <laughs> Hugely potent economic development when you get handed a Soviet state to just well, develop. You also get a lot of leeway when there is a lot of stability. And Germany in that era was very stable. Well, no, Germany has still been stable. Germany never stopped being stable. That's Well, I mean, yeah, you gotta yeah. remember how disruptive reunification yes. was. Reunification that was insane. Up a lot of I mean, things. just think about what it would be like if South and North Korea reunified. No, I mean, I mean absolutely not so I was, I was there so in 2000, and it was like, well, you know, you're in East Germany because everything looks like it was built by the Soviets, but there's cranes. But like another, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, but like you know, you have this hit piece, and they're like, well, you know, she she gets she basically gets a free economic development pass by getting handed the Soviet state to just build up. Uh, as she will. And, and honestly, and if I was a liberal in Germany right now, I probably would not be the biggest fan of Merkel. Yeah. To be I straight. Mean, like, I like know, she Merkel... Was, she was big on... I mean, she was big on the immigrants. Well, Merkel, and so that lost her support on the right, which was her yeah. side of the aisle. And then on liberal policy, she has done some... some Merkel s- slight deregulation. Merkel, She's done Merkel like, was the equivalent... Merkel to Germany is like Obama to America. No, not, not Obama. Uh, she's more conservative no, no, than no. Obama. Hold on. More like Clinton. Clinton. Sorry. Clinton, Clinton. Clinton yeah, was yeah. where I was going. Yeah, so, you know, Merkel was was viewed as being so liberal, so we're going to vote for her. It's okay. And then Merkel shows up, and she's not so liberal. It's very Macronish. 
It was very... Although that middle-of-the-road stuff is what kept all of Germany happy with her for so long. Sure. So, and um, it is what kept Germany stable. Yeah. And to be yeah. honest, with the EU, German stability is very That's the critical. It's literally the only thing that keeps them solid. You need, yeah. you need Germany and Belgium to be walking in yeah. line or else the EU is bullshit. So, like, and the thing is... Um, nobody has a clue who's going to replace her. Yeah, there's no... Like I mean, they've bald, got a while The bald guy from the other party? You give no. me $5 <laughs> and a fucking roulette table and I'll find a better president for you. Know you know who's going to replace her as the leader of the EU? Oh, well, Macron, of course. Macron. Uh, that's Macron. already a And I think basic. that's part of why she feels comfortable yeah. retiring at this yeah. point. Oh, wait. Um, well, she's she, also... She has a hand Because she's like, the EU's not going to fall apart. She has apart a hand successor, like or at least Macron. people think she has a hand successor. It's the lady uh, 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 minister of defense that they have. But, um... Have we ever had a Western Since when has Germany had to power from itself? a woman to another woman? I don't that's know that that's happened very that often. That would be fun. This might be the first time. The thing is, though, she's not well-liked, and the Ministry of Defense in Germany is a joke. So, they just have no money. They have yeah. no money. So, uh, that's Germany. Uh, let's go down to Africa and finish this up, guys. Uh, uh, real quick. Zimb- uh, Zimbabwe's got oil. They just found oil, like, today. They just found it. So what could be Zimbabwe. worse for Zimbabwe? <laughs> so, now so that Zimbabwe's going to Now that Zimbabwe is oil... Who's going to be the first Zimbabwe F1 team oh, now that they have oil? I hope they have dope colors. PDVSA oh, oh, yeah. 2.0. Black drivers. Oh, Let's yeah. Go. Let's go. Let's do it. Yes, oh exactly God. what an impoverished, unstable country needed was the discovery F1 of a risk. very <laughs> important resource. Well, that's where all the money in F1 is right but now. Zimbabwe, so. uh, Zimbabwe recently stopped tying their, uh, their uh, Zimballer to the dollar. Wait, wait, wait. They have a Zimballer? People call it the Zimballer. No, it's literally the Zimballer. I'm moving. Dude, I love Zimballer. It is colloquially known as the Zimballer. It is officially the Zimballer. Fucking going to the club, fucking spending Zimballers on fucking bottle service. They called it the Zimballer because it was tied to the dollar. It is no longer tied to the dollar. They basically were using the U.S. dollar. They were doing the dollar, but it was... Under yeah. their name, I guess. But, yeah. uh, but and now they, uh, uh, but the the economy has this new guy who replaced the last guy was a Mugabe. Thank you. Uh, Mugabe was there forever. Got replaced by the new guy. The new oh wait, guy... this was a Mugabe thing? No, no, no. This is a new thing. This is a new thing. Yeah, but Mugabe was was the baller. Yeah. Oh, balls. But um, but the new guy. Damn he uh, like, he is just bitch. as bad as freaking Mugabe, like, as far no, as anybody no, can tell. Do it. Yeah, he, no, he yeah, no, no, Mike fucked us. He's completely mismanaged <laughs> the economy. He's completely mismanaged the economy, and he has um, and he and he's clamped down on dissent, and he's just a new Mugabe. Yeah. By the way, I will make the new Gabi. I will make new Gabi. I will make I the point that, that uh, the best. Trump is a fucking African dictator. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually read a great foreign policy piece forever ago that uh, it was called Trump Mbashi. Yeah. And it, and it said because he acts like a fucking African dictator. Well, uh, they said Central American, but um, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. No, right? he acts same like... Wheel house, same like wheel give him the fucking... Give him the fucking suit with... No, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cent- Central Asian. They said Central Asian, but same wheelhouse. Same wheelhouse. Same bullshit. Um, but, uh, uh, and I think, actually, since then, African is a better descriptor than Central African. Yeah, no, Central like... Asian. Anywho, uh, and then the, the fun bit that I wanted to end on a light note was, uh, yeah. in South Africa. Uh, and it's not a light note for, for this poor guy, but the Home Affairs Minister, uh, Malusi Gagaba, was blackmailed for a sex tape, dot, 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 with his own wife. <laughs> 
I don't even know how that works. Well, because he didn't want it. He didn't want his. his hey, wife's, hey, what, what do you mean you don't? There. You don't know how a sex tape with your wife works. <laughs> no, I mean I don't understand how you like. Can don't blackmail. get me wrong. I've got because, a wife. Because but wife. I've never been blackmailed for having sex with my wife. If his wife's naked frame to be visible to everyone. I mean, I get it, but it's not like Trump getting pissed on by Russian underage hookers. I'm just saying, no, like, if someone was like, I got a video of you banging your wife, and I'm gonna share it with the world, I'd be like. You're fucking skis, go for it. My wife's smoking hot, and I, <laughs> yeah. I clap them cheeks. When you see my dick, is hey, bitch. Hot. <laughs> uh, this guy's wife is smoking hot, by the way. I'm I, just I, saying, I, man. But um, I've not seen the tape. I didn't go and watch the tape. You no, didn't? I don't want to watch wait, the tape. Wait, 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 wait. How could you report on this, but you don't go and watch the <laughs> you tape? You didn't see the source material. Like, you didn't even bother. <laughs> you fucking oh, dick. Boy. But anyway, he got sick of the blackmail and just came out and was just like, I'm tired of getting blackmailed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what I would do. I'd be like, yeah, somebody's threatening to release really me fucking my wife. Yeah, you I bet. fuck my wife. Do but you fuck your wife? <laughs> yeah, it was but pretty this, sweet. But you know the joke was right. always, it was with his wife? Right, you know, right. Instead of someone else, because that's always with, with, with politics. And I, I, t- I absolutely respect that he do, you know, does not want to I reveal really, his wife. Yeah, because, because I, really I, respect, be, I really respect the fact that Dude, record sex with Yeah, sex dude. He's, right. he's politician he's and he's still another thing. Fucking, he's fucking smoking too, buddy. Is he? I mean, I'm yeah, he's, he's a handsome guy. Beautiful I'm gonna be straight. Um, I would not. I would not record sex with my wife. I would not myself. If her. it got out, what the I would, fuck, you guys? What the fuck are you because talking that's, about, that's just dude? What are you out. talking about? It's because okay, to get okay, out, I'm punk as fuck. But I am like the most conservative fuck ass. Here, I'm gonna say that. So you're just missionary or very boring. No, 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 no. I never said. I never said I buy into doing missionary all the time. <laughs> Is your tape gonna be boring? No, <laughs> but I'm not gonna fucking take it anyway, dude. I just want to note that every other picture of. Uh, Malusi Gagaba looks like he is about to say, "What the fuck?" <laughs> His lips are just per. He's he's like his eyebrows are just fur. Look, I mean, he's look at this dude. Like, that is a dude who's about to ask you, "What the fuck?" Oh yeah, like well, you. you <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't, the I don't fuck? think I'm being no, racist. You know when why? I ask you. Wait, what wait, you, wait. What, okay. Oh, I'm being. I'm be, I just got shooed. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. You know why he's not saying what the fuck? Because they don't speak English in South Africa. Wait, no, no. He's South African, right? Yeah. yeah. He's busy. <laughs> I mean... And I'm going to tell you... No, no, no. Y'all laugh. I'm going to tell you why he's busy. You know why he's busy? Why? Because he's singing Kill the Boers. <laughs> hey, so God damn it, Trump. Before we end this... Kill the Boers. Before we end this, my closing statement, I just want to say, even if you... Never watch it. Even if you delete it the next day. Give it a chance and make a tape sex yourself. Tape. Make a tape. Make a sex tape. No. Get rid of it the next day. No. Nope. No. The, the act itself. If I had to see myself, nice. I don't know. If Dude, don't get me wrong. Okay. I love, Casey, I love sign us out. All right, I'm, I'm going to start signing us out whether you guys are talking or not. I love my sex life, but I'm uh, not going to fucking tape that shit. It's been good, guys. I don't need it. Um, I know. Uh, go uh, go <laughs> oh, to domesticedition.com. We're, 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 we're doing the sign off. We're doing the sign off. We're doing the wrap up. We didn't we didn't get around to garage this time. I'm sorry, guys. Boo. Next we were gonna do a garage segment. We didn't get around to. Boo. Uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. We did not have time for him tonight. Um, Boo. <laughs> um, 
Uh, go to domesticedition.com, that'll take you straight to the Domestic Edition group. I've done some streamlining, uh, guys, here recently. I got rid of the pages, they're bullshit, they're useless. Um, I left a bunch of the groups, uh, they can kind of fend for themselves, and I'm, I don't mean to be insensitive or a prick, um, we just need to confederate a little bit, guys, because, um, the Emperor is tired. Um, I gotta focus on the news. You know, me, me stubbing my toe, I opened uh, the domestic section talking about that. That was because I, I'm not paying attention, because I'm too busy with administrative bullshit. So I cut out about more than half of the administrative bullshit that I have to do. And, uh, and y'all can run it yourselves, and you'll do a Does great job, I'm to sure. Casey being Casey? All right. But, <laughs> All uh, the time. All the time. Moving on from that. It's a nice window to his mind. I like it. Um... Uh, I, 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 I still love the groups, I still love them, I still love all you guys. Dude, I, love I had all 20 members, minutes on Lewis Hamilton, and you're but, just like, um, I'm gonna fucking stub my toe. <laughs> like, really? But, uh... <laughs> like, this bullshit? Hey, now, it's a journey. <laughs> it's a but, journey. Uh, it's a journey. We're I'm laughing at you our for five, a reason. Our five members, two of us are A.K.A. Here. Spicy Chipotle is in the house. would listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> But Next, uh, we have an entire page that will listen to me and Theron's bullshit, and you're telling me about stubbing your fucking toe. Anywho, um, uh, I, I guess that's all I had to say. Hey, Casey, thanks for hosting us tonight. You got any more beer? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll some more beer. Um, yeah, we're gonna go chain some fucking guys, cigarettes and slam some hands, because um, DE Garage got fucking... Railroaded. Oh my god. Next week, guys, this is a great promo for DE Garage next week. Fuck, it... fuck next week. Next week, the fucking world championship is done. We ain't got nothing to talk about. You fucking bitch. We'll do another podcast. The fuck you will. Hey, do you ever listen to the podcast and think, those fucking idiots left out the most important part? Or you catch us in a factual error? Or maybe you just want to ask us a question or say what's on your mind about the news? You can do it. In the Anchor app, you can go to our profile or listen to the podcast in it. At any time, you can press the message button and record about a two-minute message for us. If it's just you swearing at us and calling us idiots, we probably won't put it in the next show. But if you have some good insight or a question for us, chances are it'll make it into the next episode. So again, download the Anchor app. It's free in Apple or Android uh, app stores. And then just record a message and send it to us. It's that easy. Just look for the domestic edition profile.